Yeah, like, it's you see not a human girl that. hold very still and hope that she kills you. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And Kathy is joining us today to review an entire series that I think she devoured in about a week. About yeah. a week, yes. Which is a feat because these books are not short. So it is the A Court of Thorns and Roses series, and yes. I will let you take it from there. <laughs> okay, so um, it is a very long series. I think the longest one is almost like 800 pages long. Whew. And so... I listen them to audiobooks, so hours wise, it looked like a ton of hours. But I'm super impatient and just regular <laughs> speed sounds like this. So I like I'm a fast talker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I originally started listening at two X speed, which Jake and then said you were I was like, insane. Yeah, then you were like, it not was, enough. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. So <laughs> then I went to three X speed, and Jake said that I was super insane. So to you know be a little bit more reasonable, I started listening in two point five. Yeah, okay, a compromise. So I have two legitimate questions for you along that avenue. First off, do you feel like people talk too slowly now? I always think people talk too slowly, <laughs> and it's like I, as a joke, like, I'm like never. Changed. I know as a joke I'm tempted to like tell Jake and Diana in the office when we're back there like talk faster <laughs> <laughs> so much of me wants to put it in a sample of what three times speed I think we could maybe make that human, happen like maybe we Do should it. like <laughs> this is a conversation that we're having and put in a three speed yes so this part of the conversation is three times faster than it was originally recorded yes so did they also sound like chipmunks because I've had a trouble especially when with a female narrator for an audiobook where if I go above like 1.25, 1.5 in speed. They just sound like little kids or chipmunks. No, it doesn't sound like chipmunks to me. I, it sounds, I feel like it sounds just like her, except her talking faster. And maybe it's just like my brain has adjusted to that. And maybe other people think it sounds squeaky, but I think it sounds just like how she normally does talking slow, but talking faster. I will say that when I sped a book up once because this narrator really liked dramatic pauses and it was driving me insane. <laughs> um, there's nothing worse than, than listening to a book and the narrator's just like, and they crossed the room together and Terrible. held hand. And you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so I did speed it up to 1.5 speed. And I don't know if like speed technology has changed or if it, they've, they record it in a way that is like, easier for it to speed up but it did sound just faster um but i have not ventured as far as you have into the speeding up world so <laughs> i've even had trouble occasionally where especially if the person already reads kind of quickly and i speed it up mm -hmm. it just sounds like those words at the end of a sentence all jumble together and it takes a second for my brain to process what they just said kathy's like ah oh, this is what it's like to be a lesser being yes i know <laughs> Who can't I mean, understand? It's like normally my normal listening speed is 2x, but because and you'll see when I dive into this, these mm -hmm. books were so long yeah. and I was just like, I want to know what happens next. That's so why I feel like how many books are in the series total? OK, so there are five books in the series. They're all pretty long, except for one. One of them is about 300 pages long. So that oh, one is the, a shorty. That's a little short one um, <laughs> that they threw into the mix. Is that like a this is book 2.5 in the series? Kind of. It ended okay. up just being um, that one ends up being just like a little Christmas special that annoyed me. And I'll get to that just because I was just kind of like, <laughs> this is not important. Is it? Christmas is, does Christmas exist in their world? It's winter solstice. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So the first book, which is kind of the book that, of course, you know, your 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 first book, your pilot book is what tries to hook you to the series, is actually a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Um, and I kind of like the fantasy, like, retellings. Um, so that's kind of why book talk drew me into this because, you know, they're like Beauty and the Beast retelling. And I was just like, fine, I'll listen to it. I'll do it. I'll <laughs> do it. Um and so there's a human world and there's a like enchanted fairy world and it's divided by a wall. Um, and there's this family and the main character, her name is Feyre. She has two sisters named Nesta Elaine and their dad. They all live in this like little beat up cabin um, and they're poor and they're kind of like hopeless. Like they're almost just like waiting to starve and die. It's just kind of like, come on. And so Feyre is like the hero sister and she... Um, starts to learn how to hunt and she starts hunting for food and selling like pelts and stuff like that to mm -hmm. make money for her family. So essentially like she's the head of the household. She's sustaining them. Right. Um, and, um, a lot happens there. Again, I'm going to try to condense these because it's like I, hundreds of pages. Hundreds, so. <laughs> yes. Um, and, um, during one of her hunts, she ends up killing a like really big wolf. Um, who she was kind of skeptical about because she was like, man, that thing kind of looks, you know, like enchanted-ish. Yeah. Um, so she kills it and she sells its pelt. Um, and then... Is this going to be like a shapeshifted person? That same night... <laughs> oh, no. Another, a beast comes breaking into their cottage and yeah. um, is demanding to take prisoner the person that killed this wolf because it was a shapeshifted fairy oh, that no. was she in the forest. a person. She killed a person. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, and the punishment between like historical laws between the fairy people and the humans was that if you ever killed a fairy that like your punishment was you had to you had to be taken. Um, yeah. Taken away. And so um, Feyre is of course upset but you know her family is pretty much just like she should have been like we can't afford a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Luck. Take her quick. <laughs> um I'm just going to real quick dive in here and say, um, if you don't want to be murdered by a hunter while in human lands, wear a little sign on your neck that says, like, not a wolf. Not a wolf. Not a real wolf. Hunter okay. or the hunting orange or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Good that you said that because I'm going to get there because oh, it's just kind of like, again, why would you be a wolf in the forest where you know there's going to be hunters, right? And so... Um, she ends up having to go with this beast who then we learn's name is Tamlin. So... Tamlin is the beast in this Beauty and the Beast retelling, and he takes her to um, his land, um, which is called the Spring Court. So in this enchanted world, there's all these courts, and they're all based on, like, seasons, and the season is always the same. Mm -hmm. um, and so he is, like, the master of the Spring Court, um, and... So he takes her to his castle, so to say, and it's just kind of like, okay, like, you're going to live here now. You're, you know, a, she's a prisoner, but she kind of notices that, like, they kind of let her do whatever she wants. Um, mm -hmm. And she, like, lives in, like, this big, beautiful room, Beauty and the Beast. You know, he puts her yeah. in this big, nice room and stuff like that. She can, you know, like, gourmet meals and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And that's kind of how it is for her. And so um, she starts getting pretty close to Tamlin, of course. Um, and his friend, who is um, his kind of like right-hand man, um, Lucian. And so she kind of starts like learning a little bit more about this enchanted world because they had heard like myths before in the human world. Um, but, you know, she there isn't much that she knew about. It. She just like knew like, ah, fairies are like terrible, 
evil people. Mm-hmm. And she kind of starts to learn that, like, you know, they're not they're yeah. not that bad. They're pretty nice. <laughs> they're like um, normal people. Yes. And, like, she sees it, like, they're obviously, like, extremely wealthy. So that's something new to her because, again, she came from a little starving cottage. Mm-hmm. The whole time she's still kind of, like, worried about her family. Like, dang, I just, like, I was a hunter. I was providing for them. You know, yeah. like, now they're going to starve and die. Um, And then, basically, Tamlin, like, lets her know, like hey, you know, because you agreed to come be prisoner, I set your family up nicely. And they actually, like, live in a beautiful, lavish estate and are now rich. And so then she's, she's, <laughs> okay. she's low-key kind of like... That's kind of... That's quite an exchange there. Quite an exchange. That doesn't really feel like a punishment, TV. Yeah, exactly. And, and so being she's, imprisoned here. She's and- kind of like... <laughs> but, uh, interesting. Um, and so she, like, notices that these, like fairies have all of these secrets um and so she long story short she learns that there's a curse Mm -hmm. over the enchanted um over this enchanted realm and so the curse is kind of like in beauty and the beast where they're all like pieces of furniture yeah i was wondering yes so their curse is they had went to a masquerade ball and got cursed and so they all have these like permanent masks on their face and there's certain things that they're limited to like their powers are limited because of this curse later on we learned that in order to break this curse um it was set by the queen of all the realms who her name was amarantha and she wanted tamlin as her boo as her mm-hmm. bae and he did not agree and so she invited them all as a peace masquerade it's yeah. fine i'm cool with you not you. wanting to be my man mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna invite you to this masquerade and then she cursed the whole um so he's stuck in a mask too she then. cursed the okay. whole court yes and then like diminished their powers and not the court like i think actually all of the land like she's an evil queen and she likes to set little challenges that like will be impossible to win that like there's like a one percent chance that it might be won and she kind of likes that like risk so she said um in order for your curse to be broken a human girl has to kill a fairy and then she has to fall you're going to take her prisoner and then she has to fall in love with you without you mentioning her knowing any of you can't tell her about the curse can't (laughs) tell her about the curse so it turns out that tamlin would send out some of his men to be Uh, to be it was a trap they would be volunteered to obviously like one day Mm -hmm. like hopefully like one of them would get murdered one of them would get murdered um and only let human girls murder you though do not let a man yeah if you see a human girl hold very still and hope that she kills you like wow that that wolf did seem really slow considering how big it was yeah and that's funny because she had even said like that the wolf just stared at her before she killed it okay and so um she doesn't know all of this and so that's why they're being very secretive does he have like a cache of human women that just didn't work out beforehand well no um like male hunters killed all of them (laughs) that had went and got sent out so apparently he was running really low on men and was feeling defeated and hadn't sent out people in like years yeah and then like finally one of his men was like i'm going and i'm gonna like sacrifice myself and hopefully a girl kills me so that you know we can like break this curse yeah and so she's living in the house and lo and behold she starts falling for tamlin tamlin starts falling for her mm-hmm. amarantha ends up sending one of her little stooges his name is resand to go and do like a little check on the spring court to see how he's doing and he's described as this like super attractive looking of course i feel like i mean here's the thing 
I just kind of assumed everyone is like a CW show. Like everyone's really hot in Fairyland. It's kind of like I would say like The Witcher, you know, yeah. when it's like everyone is like, and they're just they're always with like glistening, long hair like... glistening, and that's how she <laughs> describes them all. And like I've seen like artwork on Instagram that like fans have done, and yes, and the way they're described, they're all very yeah fantasy like attractive fantasy men. hotties yeah <laughs> so evil fantasy hottie comes to do a little check on tamlin and his court and realizes that there's a human girl and that tamlin is very protective over her because he was trying to hide her mm-hmm. and so um reese and they nick his nickname is reese reese is like oh there's a girl here and she's human Danger. you know like, I see what you're doing, Tamlin. And Tamlin is, like, begging him, like, please don't tell Amarantha because I know she's going to come and, like, kill this girl because she obviously doesn't want my curse to be broken. And he was just like, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. And so Tamlin, out of fear, ends up sending her back to her lands. And basically it's just like, I'm going to give up, like, you know, because I love you. I'm going to send you home. <laughs> and my curse is just never going to be broken. So um, Feyre goes home. And sees how lavish her family is living. And it even kind of throws her off the wrong way. Like, you know, I just got taken by a beast. And y'all, y'all didn't, didn't come after me. me. Y'all didn't miss and me. And y'all were like, ooh, you're going to pay for it too? Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so the whole time she's there, she's just kind of a little skeptical. Um, but she realizes, like, things just, like, in herself, like, that things are weird. And she realizes, like, she misses Tamlin. And then she figures, like, that he's probably in some deep danger so she goes back to the fairy world by herself um and makes her way to um the court and realizes he's missing everyone's missing so they've clearly been captured by the queen because she must have found out what he was doing and got very angry so she goes decides to make the trail to the queen's land and is gonna fight her for her dearest love tamlin so they get us hooked on this romance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the queen takes her and basically, I would say like last third of the book is her kind of like being tortured by the queen. And again, last remember this third of the yeah, book. Yeah, well, this queen torture. is like, again, she likes risks. So she's just kind of like, okay, you know, I'll let you take your dearest love Tamlin back if you complete these challenges. And so she mm. sets three challenges and a riddle. If she answers the riddle everyone's free challenges aside um and if she doesn't get the riddle then she has to complete three challenges and win and then you know she'll be able to release tamlin and tamlin is just kind of like out of it the whole time like he's like you know obviously he's he's just i guess like traumatized so most of the time he's just described as sitting there next to amarantha and just being sad <laughs> just <laughs> that being he's real been sad. taken and that pharah has come back and that she's probably gonna die because she's a human little girl so she's being tortured, and a big part of the book is that Resand agrees to help her, the evil, uh, the evil hottie, mm-hmm. because secretly he hates the queen um, because she's evil, and he just pretends to be. <laughs> He's like, it's okay if I'm evil, but you can't yes. be evil to me. <laughs> he pretends to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he pretends to be like her lover just because he's secretly trying to like find her like weaknesses to and eventually take position. Out. Yeah. Right. No, I think he just wants to to get rid of her. Um but they're also like in the enchanted world big on bargains, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so he said like I will help you um in this. He's like but if you win, like 
I just ask that in a bargain, I want a week out of your time every month. Which she was like, that is a really weird ask. Why would you ask that? Well, it turns out he also hates Tamlin. So he knew that it would make him super jealous. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it would make him super jealous if his, if his, you know, if his girl was had to go with the evil hottie to live with him for a so week. So in fairyland, like the fairies live for forever, right? Yes, they're immortal. Man, people get petty if they live forever. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> well, it's funny because then like in other books, you start learning the history about them. And it dates back to like, they're yeah. like thousands of years ago (laughs) this happened and so reese and tamlin became enemies which is why i think like reese kind of liked to go and do the check-ins on tamlin's court to kind of like you know be like just stomp around and be like "Ooh, sucks to be cursed huh sucks to be you (laughs) and so he helps her through he helps her through the challenges um and it's almost like kind of like a weird tension there that you know it's like this is this is something. This feels like a triangle. This feels suspicious. <laughs> yes. And obviously the ask of him saying like a week out of your time, that's a big ask. Yeah. So in the end, again, you know, this review has spoilers because I'm going through all the, much of the books. Um, she ends up winning the challenge. Amarantha super pissed because she's like, how could this little human girl win this challenge? And so... Um, everyone is actually happy because her followers really like hate her so then Mm -hmm. towards the end they're just kind of like "Woo, human girl about to like set us free from these curses um everyone's cursed they're all just like we all hate you yeah you can't curse everyone in your kingdom (laughs) lo and behold the like last challenge emerantha gets super mad and tries to kill her and succeeds uh but like in in in, within that happening it's like emerantha dies killing pharaoh main character okay so in order to like present their thanks all of the leaders of the high court end up giving a little like divot of their magic into her sprinkle so that she could turn immortal kind of like a bella swan situation yeah. when edward bites her and turns her immortal Except so she in won't this case everybody bit her yeah yes. everybody <laughs> sprinkled their fairy fairy yes. juice on her. their fairy juice on her um not just edward cullen yes and so she um is now immortal a high fae mm-hmm. and it kind of ends on does she get note. hotter is it like a vampire thing where... yes they say she like her ears become pointy she glows she's she glows more beautiful she's more beautiful her than hair looks ever more voluminous. yes she has her color back yeah um and now she's high fae and so woohoo like that's Exciting. happy like she want her man back mm-hmm. like she's gonna like live happily ever after and then but there's um, more books so it couldn't there's be. more books so it was just kind of like where is this gonna go because yeah. now you've got me hooked on this like you know you yeah. got me hooked on bell and the beast with mm-hmm. you know Farah and tamlin and it can't stay there because that's the end of beauty and the beast but you story. want it to yeah. yeah and it's like you know so i was interested like okay what happens after yeah. beauty and the beast so we have like a lot of books left we probably can't go through them all no i'm just gonna give the gist yeah so and that I also like, kind of can understand see what your opinion of, of the character is like how it changed over the arcs of the books yes because i feel like that's also really important because uh like if you started liking someone and then hated them or if you hated them right. and like them like that kind of stuff too so this is where like the main change happens that follows like the rest of the books and mm-hmm. this change doesn't really happen so um once you go into the second book it starts off Favra and Tamlin are in the spring court. Like they're super happy. They're about to get married and stuff like that. But Tamlin is starting to be super protective over her because he is like afraid that like 
she's going to be that some dark force is going to try to take her again or like you know he almost saw her die so he's feeling like super nervous and anxious about it so he decides that like he keeps all these secrets from her and that he doesn't want her to leave the palace at all um and so she starts feeling trapped and um at one point she demands that she like wants to leave and walk the grounds and he's like no it's not safe um and so it hurts him to do so but he um bars her to her room and mm. sets magic to where Guys, she cannot leave. You are because together forever. This is a bad start to your relationship. <laughs> because he loves her so much mm-hmm. that he cannot allow her to leave. And so this really upsets her. <laughs> and so she cashes in her bargain and says, well, a week out of every month. I get to be free. <laughs> I got to go with this guy because yeah. this is. I'm sure that makes him real happy. And so, um. You know, Resan comes and it's just like, I want my week. Um, and that's just not flying with Tamlin. It's making him even more like rage and jealous and wanting to like just lock her up even more. Yeah. And so basically the second book turns into an enemies to lovers situation. Oh, I was viewing it more as like a child custody, like a hostile child custody arrangement. <laughs> Well, I got you for one week. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like that, too. But it's, I guess because I'm in the first one, you kind of yeah. sense that tension there because mm-hmm. they build up on it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like you're almost waiting in the second book. Like, when is he going to catch in his week? Because I'm interested, like, yeah. what he's going to ask of her. It's going to be like um, fun dad. Like, they get to do all the party stuff when he yeah. to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Disney World. And he actually just kind of like lets her be free, you know, and he's just kind of like, all right, well, you get a week to kind of do what you want to do. Because at this point, he's not really invested. He's just like, I'm just doing this to exactly make Tamlin mad. So like, you can do whatever you want, I guess. So you think, you know, but then it's like he's trying to like help her like learn her new powers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like he kind of even though he was like did not not great things to her in the first book, Mm -hmm. you kind of like see where he like genuinely like has an interest in her and so it becomes an enemies to lover situation to where on one of the times where tamlin locks her up resends somebody to go and free her and she's Mm -hmm. just like i'm never going back i'm just gonna stay here in your realm and i can like live with you guys and so reese is like okay you know like that's fine with me and basically in the whole book it's they're kind of like still always like butting heads but he's trying to like train her and teach her her magic and her powers while like physical tension is brewing up and i will say because we talk about spice these books are like way 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 spicy Mm -hmm. so is the first one the first one has some spice okay yes yes um Spice enough that like might like if if someone doesn't like romance that they might be like, yeah, you know, um, it might it might be a bit much for some. Mm-hmm. Then the second one is just like full on spice. <laughs> yeah. Like like one chapter alone is like a chapter long of spice. Mm. Um, Listening to two times speed in your car, just yes! like turning it down so no yeah. one can, you're like the cars can hear yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. Um, and <laughs> But it's like, I really, really like that book because I feel like the author did really well to just build up that tension because honestly, the spice doesn't happen until like way late in the book. So yeah. it's almost like the whole time it's just like, what's going to happen? And um, Tamlin is almost not in that book at all besides mm-hmm. the beginning. So it almost leaves that like thought of like, 
what's Tamlin doing? Like, how does he feel? He came back from a work trip, you know, a, trip. a little work trip to realize like Farah has been taken, you know, and so he must be assuming the worst and must be going insane, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, and so you kind of like have that to where you're like, wait, wanting to figure out and like figuring out like what's going to happen with recent Farah and all of these new factors that come into the mix. And so the books kind of go from there, yeah. you know, following that up until the very last book actually becomes um, from her sister's point of view. Oh, which is very interesting. Um, and I won't spoil those so that it kind of. Yeah, it gives you a reason. Maybe listeners. So to does want it to ever jump get more political? Like, do you ever get like a, a closer look into like the machinations of the like fairy courts? Third and stuff? book. I won't even talk about it because I'm just going to say it's <laughs> war and politics. And that one was the say... longest of the series. <laughs> you it said was the second was your favorite. <laughs> almost this. It was almost 800 pages long of like war. And I like would sit there and I would say, oh, my gosh, that's when I changed it to three X speed because I was just like, come on, we got to get a we got to get a move on. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah. I mean, it's also like, OK, th- this is good information because, you know, I mm-hmm. can see like where the story is going. Um, but here's also another thing that I would say was probably my biggest critique mm-hmm. is that they hook you on Farah and Tamlin. And then I love a good enemies to lovers story. Love that. But at the same time, it's almost like I felt like I, it's almost like I felt like they did Tamlin a little dirty. Probably everyone will disagree with me on that because they were just like, you know, he's toxic he was abusive like he was like obsessed with her and like took away her freedom and i get it that's not okay for (laughs) a man to like lock you up and not let you leave just because he is like super infatuated with you and loves you so much but i think it's like almost like i can see his reasoning that they went through a super traumatic experience she literally like died trying to like break his curse and he almost feels like he owes her everything and he like loves her so much that it became mm-hmm. toxic and it just became like that you know like never any like hey like let's work on Tamlin yeah. as a character it just became like the shift in the character became to like Feyre's like I hate Tamlin he's the worst person in the world and I'm just yeah. like you know but in the first book like in, in throughout the series do they ever come back like does he ever apologize does he ever change or is he just kind of like forever he ends up coming back into the series actually in that like late in that second book Mm -hmm. and he thinks that she's like enchanted by resan because again like to him resan's the enemy and he's just like like, no one would he's like what has resan done to my yeah my no one would purposely date (laughs) resan exactly and he was just like he's like enchanted her and yeah so and he's kind of like become like insane like they say that he like becomes like disheveled and he even as of like now in the books he just kind of sits and is like moping and depressed so he goes oh, from very like... anakin skywalker yeah <laughs> exactly exactly he's yeah. kind of like an anakin skywalker um and kind of in the end when he still like loves padme you know mm-hmm. um yeah. tamlin still loves Feyre. so in there it, later on in in the series actually in the war and politics one that i tell you the third one there's a part where like Feyre is you know about to die and he goes tamlin goes out of his way to save her and still like once he does it she's like i don't care that he saved my life when i could have died i hate him he's the worst person in the world <laughs> and i'm just kind of like i i get that because you spend a whole book even if you like her better you spend a whole book getting to know somebody exactly. and then you 
completely change their personality. There's no reflection or like Tamlin sees a therapist part where you're where he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I was overwhelmed by these right. feelings. It's not a reason, but I apologize. I mean, isn't this how most breakups go down? Just yeah. asking. And you know what? I'm just kind of like, OK, you know what? It's accurate. It's real life. 1500 but pages I, later, they're like, I still hate him. Exactly. I hate him. And so I was just like. Bond, did she bond with Resand over the fact that they both hate Tamlin now? Kind of, yeah. And so and then like they send like Resand sometimes to kind of like throw it in his face now that like Feyre is with him what? and he's like clearly like in a depression like it's just like he's like in the castle that's like all the furniture is torn up oh he's God. like just sits in the dark and stuff and there goes Reese like oh you look a mess this and this and this um and they so- should circle back around and do another Beauty and the Beast book all the way at the end where so where someone else comes to fuck Tamlin Some- yes. fixes his depression fix Tamlin and I'm just like I've just been waiting for that to happen because I did kind of become invested in Tamlin. And you know what? I feel yeah. like mo- maybe like the listeners that are like a Court of Thorns and Roses fans that have maybe read this before might disagree with me because it seems like also all of the fan base when I read comments are like, Tamlin is the worst person in the world. This mm-hmm. and this and this. So it might just be me that feels that way. I but I like to see a good character redemption. Yeah, I understand feeling like almost like frustrated or like something has been like, it's like you're changing the game, you know, like if, if there's never any change past like a dramatic shift from like normal person to insane possessive person. And there's no point after their breakup where he's like, well, sitting in the dark for a year has made me think about things. Right. And so even that is now, weird. like in the latest like books, then like, um, like his sister is like mean to him you know oh and it's just like he even like yeah he makes like an appearance in this like l- the la- the last one to where it's like from his the sister's like, point we of view also think Tamlin yeah and now. she's like i can't believe my sister ever loved him he's the worst person in the world and everyone's like oh my yeah God. agreed and i'm just like this is this character just one i was like oh this like, man was respected enough by his people that people were volunteering to die for him exactly. and his cause. and then now and now even he's like he's disheveled <laughs> and like, sitting in a dark a he dark got room. canceled no i'm teasing yeah he's pretty much they were canceled him and i was just like this author, I'm just like Sarah J. Mass, Moss. I'm it not feels sure like Sarah J. Her. Moss was like, I like Resand though, so yeah. And then she was just like, you so know, Resand is the no. Winner. I feel like in between writing them, like Sarah went through like a bad breakup and oh, just was just like, like, you're Tamlin, and yeah. I'm gonna write about you in my books now. And <laughs> I feel like that's just how she went with it because honestly, the switch was just. I think the switch was just a little bit much for me. Yeah, like extreme. Yeah, there there needed to be some closure, and that yeah. did not happen, and it still hasn't happened. Because I understand, like, anytime you're dealing with like immortal magic beings with superpowers, it makes sense when things are like more volatile. Because you know, normal people would be like, someone could kidnap you. He could be like, someone could see you and curse you to exactly. an unending like painful death. You know, like it makes sense to be like more of things, but it also doesn't make sense to never like change or never examine your feelings even after the situation is over like right and she even says at one point because sure enough tamlin wasn't kidding as soon as she goes out to the open everyone's murder. trying to kill her and so she was like tamlin was right maybe was tamlin was right people are trying to kill me i'm just kind of like and you're still like but he's terrible for locking <laughs> me up and keeping me safe it is very funny the idea of like you're overreacting and you walk out somewhere and a bunch of arrows just like yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of exactly and how it like, goes see? 
Um, okay, so we kind of have your idea of like the arc of Tamlin. Not not a fan. Not a fan. Um, how is your? How do you feel about like Feyre and Resand? And like, are there any other characters that you feel like you see a lot of like change or growth in across the series? They definitely hook you on Feyre and Resand yeah. for sure. Like, I'm not mad about Feyre and Resand at all. I feel yeah. like they like should, you know, like be together and mm-hmm. that they like obviously have experienced much more together than like than Tamlin and Feyre did in, in the first yeah. book. Um it was just obviously like what I said with Tamlin. But aside from that, it's really cool because they bring in like um Reese's family like into the mix, which mm-hmm. are like his friends that he grew up with that he calls like his brothers and like um his sisters. And so um I like that the author she kind of shows you little glimpses of like their stories. And mm-hmm. so it kind of makes you interested to know more about them. So I think that I've heard that um these are my this is my first series reading from um Sarah. Yeah. And apparently she writes very long series. Yes. <laughs> and so people think that she probably does that on purpose because she's gonna start to do points of view from these other characters, which mm-hmm. is what's keeping me reading these because even though it's like I didn't like, you know, certain things about it especially the christmas one that i was just like <laughs> there was like 300 pages of them trying to decide what gifts to get each other oh that's obnoxious was, that does feel like weird fan fiction like come uh. on yeah but i just still kept reading it because it's like you still like are invested because you don't want to miss that nugget of that little nugget and there was a yeah. nugget at there the was end a nugget and i was like come on i could have read the last chapter and gotten the nugget you just need to read the first middle and last chapter of every book (laughs) yeah so i have a question for you i know that tamlin's domain was set in the spring court do you see the other seasons courts yes you see pretty much all of them in the second one because resan again in that enemies to lovers he's training her so he's like taking her to all his meetings and stuff which is why fair is just kind of like and what is like tamlin never took me to his meetings what court is he on he is actually like of course he's the night court oh um which is very like drama dark and drama and stuff like that um but it kind of like comes down to like he and his family they're all like sweethearts in a way like they like have um this like cabin that only they're allowed to go to and it's like full of books and the house is enchanted you (laughs) know and it's very nice i know i love it and it's almost just kind of like you know like ferris says like it almost looks like a human's house like there's like tea and like paints and Mm -hmm. um like the furniture is like very like little townhouse-ish and stuff so that kind of starts drawing you to them that's just kind of like oh you know it's like they're night court but they also like are kind of like a real they're cozy goth. They, they're cozy goth. Exactly. Cozy goth. <laughs> yes. They're very much cozy goth. And so then towards the end, she converts and she's like fully cozy goth and all about resand. Um, and that continues on through the yeah. next books. You know, they become a partnership. And so now I think what Sarah is getting into with these other books is now she's getting into the stories of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Um with Le- Reese's family, like uh she has two he has like two brothers that are like his warrior brothers who you also become like very interested in because like romantic tensions kind of start building up between them and other characters in the book so you kind of want to see where that goes and i think that's what she's doing to where she's going to do more series like kind of focusing on yeah on them Mm -hmm. um and and um pharaoh's sisters because they get thrown in dragged into the mix as well do you like her sisters better when you see them again because i know in the beginning you were very unhappy with their with yeah, their you just become, give up and die right attitude. exactly you, you kind of get annoyed by them and then um they kind of redeem themselves except for one who she's just like super just 
just negative about mm-hmm. everything. And then in the next couple of books, because eventually, um, spoiler, they end up bringing the sisters to live with them in the fairylands because they um, inevitably get turned into fairies themselves, like against their will. Um, and so one of the sisters, her name was Nesta. She's super bitter about that. She's just super bitter about like her like life in general. Um, and that's actually who the perspective of the last book is. So the last book is is from the perspective of Nesta. And she's it's a lot of boohooing, mm-hmm. hating her life and stuff. But then towards like the middle, towards the end of the book, it gets good. And it's almost kind of like a redemption book for her because like everyone kind of hates her. And and it's like kind of the same throughout like all the books, like people that I've seen reviews that are just kind of like, oh, Nesta's annoying. She's so negative. Um, And I think this last one was kind of like her redemption novel um, to where Nesta comes to like a realization that like she hasn't been the best family member um, and hasn't been the best person and needs to kind of have like a more positive light. So that's it's almost like that's kind of what I want. Yeah. For Tamlin, you know, Um, because they're kind of the same you know it's just like but like you're focusing so much on like sweet nesta and trying to like she's my sister you know but it's Mm -hmm. like tamlin doesn't get any redemption so and it also just feels it just feels weird when you're trying to flesh out a character like characters when you're trying to build like a person-driven story yeah to just one book in write off an entire character that was like the like and the main not even making them an interesting villain like just kind of like and he's sad. Like, that's it. He's sad because he loved Feyre so much. He's sad and mad. He yeah. never changes. He's sad and mad forever. Like, right. even if you were going to keep him a villain, like, I feel like there has to be something more beneath the surface. You can't just say, like, and he got so mad when they broke up that he... He's still here. He's still part of the story. We don't just forget him completely. And I think each book, exactly what you're saying, is what would frustrate me. That I would just be like, maybe maybe, he, maybe a new love interest is going to come around for Tamlin or something. Yeah. You know? And that just, like didn't happen so yeah. i did enjoy became, it. like a political player he was like fine if i can't have my lady i'm just gonna be king of everything yeah i don't know like, i think even it should have been a be... hate match with him and nesta right i was like two people <laughs> to just like be salty together yes <laughs> they just they just rule their kingdom just just i read a lot about it online people and i read a lot about it online and a lot of people so um Feyre has another sister because you know it's it's elaine and nesta yeah. And so a lot of people are like, oh, wouldn't it be good if, like, then Elaine and Tamlin, you know, become something? Just trying to throw things, trying to throw things out there. I mean, that would be interesting. I think it would have to be. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I've read nothing, so my opinion is literally useless. But I feel like Nesta makes more sense because... They're both so bitter that I feel like they could be bitter together and just like hate things together. Yeah. And then like learn about each other as people. Whereas I feel like if someone nice meets someone in a depression because of their sister, yeah. they're not gonna be like, ooh, what a hottie. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert, Nessa does find a partner. So since mm-hmm. that book has been that's the latest book, it's kind of like, okay, now she has yeah. Feyre and Reese have her partner and Nesta has her partner. Yeah. That leaves Elaine. So I think that's gonna be the next like oh. perspective. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping we get some more Tamlin in there and hopefully some like redemption. So I am, I will, I continue to read the series. Yes. Because yeah. now I'm hooked. And, and it takes a third of a less time for you than it does for everybody yeah. else. <laughs> so I have a question. You spent probably like 3000 pages worth of time with, these I think characters. I looked it up. It's like 2,982 pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
Do you have a book hangover? Because I tend to get those after I've spent that long with a series or with an author's writing style. And what are you going to read next? I already started my next book. Okay. Um, and it's another book that I got dragged in from Book Talk. That's, I get dragged <laughs> in. Book, if you don't know what that is, that's like TikTok. Um, like people talk about like what's the like ooh talk about like what's the best book right now um and all over instagram and all over tiktok people are talking about the fourth wing by mm-hmm. rebecca yarros i think that's how you say her last name um and um i it's another fantasy novel um and it's also a pretty long read and i feel like i needed something to just kind of like oh this um, is one that came out recently yeah it it came out pretty recently um and i just wanted to dive into something else and so i've started that but don't you hate series that aren't finished yet didn't you say that i do and so that's why this is the first one it came out like a few months ago (laughs) I am. I know that the second one is already available on pre-order. Oh, okay. Yes. And so I'm just kind of like, I know that at least the second one will come out soon, <laughs> but it's like, I will probably still end up being like yeah. super impatient because I've started this one and I'll do a separate you all book for that. Read The Missing of Claire de Lune, I think, is the name of it. It's a fantasy series in YA, um, but it has very similar vibes, like... Um, so maybe, but it does can... it have some spice? I think because okay. so I know, it's not. <laughs> this is why I tend to like more like adult fantasy yeah. because I do, and I will say this: I do like some spice. So if you're somebody okay. that doesn't That's like fair. spice in your books, then this these this... are all bad recommendations. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> don't read a quarter. Of... Don't read a bowl of mac and cheese. So that one, don't read a bowl of mac and cheese. <laughs> I, you just start start needing to say a blank of blank and blank. Like you just need to change it every time. Yeah, a blank, like, a blank, a blank. Yeah, don't read a shelf of books and pots. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't read it. Don't read uh, that if you don't like spice and so i think that's also kind of like what my like tiktok has become like like yeah. fantasy spicy that, fantasy that's like very like or just even read even my good reads have started recommending because you read a court of thorns and roses yeah. you should read this next um like, okay and so i'm like fine i will and so um i don't know anything about mm-hmm. the fourth wing i just was like people are talking about it so i'm gonna start that yeah um and so i don't know if it's going to be similar, but, you know, to kind of cure my book hangover, that's what yeah. I started on next. There we go. All right. Well, thank you so much for recapping your recent reading journey with us. Yes. yes. And I'm sorry if you don't Hours agree <laughs> about the Tamlin situation, if you think he's terrible. Yeah, come at her. You can find her email. No! <laughs> <laughs> or comment on this post. That's right. <laughs> and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye.